Welcome to the latest episode of Bug Gym, your go-to pest control podcast. I am your host, Mike Dobson. We will be speaking to Jim Byrne from Expert Pest Control about all things related to one of the most common pests out there, ants. Today's episode is part one. With over 25 years of experience, Expert Pest Control has been the trusted local resource for ant pest control for the residents of Massachusetts, Southern New Hampshire, and Maine. Both Jim and his expert pest control technicians have the experience and knowledge to answer the most important and commonly asked ant questions out there. So let's get to it. Here we go. Hi, Jim. Hi. How are you? How are you today? Welcome to Bug Jim. Yeah. Great, great name. I love it. Yes. Uh, winter is, is over, we think. So what do we have to worry about ants this coming season? Well, we have already gotten calls for ants. Uh, most of the calls that we get this early are pavement ants, which is the little teeny ones that people like to, you know, they see them coming up through cracks of the driveway and things. They like to overwinter underneath the slab of the house because it doesn't freeze under there. It stays warm. And a lot of times they come up underneath the furnace because the furnace stays warm and uh, they come up through cracks in the concrete or through pipe openings. And once they get in, their main focus on finding something to eat. Okay, so they go up into the kitchen or wherever that they find food. And once they find it, they are all over it. Uh, ants have what's called pheromone trails where they one will find a source of food leave a pheromone trail back to the colony, which gives a path to the rest of them to go get the rest of it. And uh, if that is in your kitchen uh, and they have found something, especially something sweet, they love uh, sugar-based things, especially in the spring because it gives them energy. And uh, yeah, if they found kids cereal or cookies or candy or anything, forget it. You're gonna have a mountain of ants harvesting that, uh, those treats. As far as carpenter ants, the bigger ones, we've gotten a few calls from those as well. The only time you get calls this early uh, for carpenter ants is if they have nested inside the building uh, where they are being kept warm. Outside, everything is still dormant. What are some signs of an ant problem? Uh, Well, the pavement ants, the little tiny ones, like I said, you'll see them covering a cookie or a piece of candy or something like that, you generally just see them. They're pretty small, but they're easily seen with the naked eye. Carpenter ants, this early, a lot of times you don't get the sawdust piles, which a lot of times are associated with carpenter ants. You generally get those later in the summer, like July on. But, uh, you know, carpenter ants are hard to miss. The tricky thing about carpenter ants, though, is that they're known as polymorphic, meaning there's several different sizes of carpenter ants all in the same nest. Uh, you will have five, actually five different sizes of ants all in the same colony. You have small intermediate major workers, which are like quarter of an inch, three eighths of an inch and a half inch. And then you'll have two different size reproductives, the male being very small, wimpy looking, and then the female queen, which is like an inch long, enormous ant, which uh, about the size of a wasp. But when you get those uh, queens coming out by the dozens with wings, that tends to make the phone calls light up pretty quickly. We usually get a lot of those calls uh, mid to late April, once spring has really arrived. Um, And, you know, we're getting 70 degree days like regularly. That's terrifying. 
what are the most common ants in New England? Is it just the carpenter ants and the pavement ants? By far the two most common. Yeah, we do have other species of ant, but they are, it's a distant third compared to carpenter ants and pavement ants. And how can I prevent ants from invading my home? We do have a spring treatment, okay, where we come and uh, spray the entire exterior of the house, which will set up a barrier. I, best analogy that I use, it's like a moat around a castle, is things come toward the house or either killed or repelled. But you need it, it's best done early, okay? You don't want it once they've already gotten in the house and they're well established, now you have to do the outside and the inside. Okay, but if you do it early enough where well, you're preventing that, generally all you have to do is the outside. How long does the treatment last? Uh, the materials tend to hold up outside about two to three months, which is why we always advise that they do it twice a year, which is once in like April or May, and then later in the year on August or September. This way you can keep the barrier strong, but... A lot of companies push the four times a year or monthly or something, which is way more than you need. Two times a year, okay, we found works just fine to keep that barrier strong. Thank you for listening to Bug Jim, the pest control podcast. If you haven't already done so, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. If you want to learn more about expert pest control services, or if you have an immediate pest problem that needs to be addressed, visit expertpestcontrol.net. While you're there, subscribe to the blog or follow Expert Pest Control on social media, including Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn, for future updates and pest control tips. If you have your own questions about pests and pest control, submit them to the website or social media, and your questions will be answered on the podcast. Again, thank you for listening, and we will be back again soon with another episode of Bug Jim, the Pest Control Podcast.